Here at the Stadium of Light, where Sunderland have recorded a 2-0 victory over Middlesbrough in the Championship. Joe Nicholson and James Copley here for the Sunderland Echo. And James, a pretty convincing win for Sunderland in the end, although there was a red card for Dale Fry early in the second half. Ross Stewart opened the scoring after the penalty was saved and then Ahmad made it 2-0 in the second half. But overall, I thought Sunderland pretty comfortable for most of the afternoon. Yeah, first win against Middlesbrough for Sunderland since 2012, that FA Cup replay game in which Sessegnon scored the winner at the Riverside Stadium. So it's been a while. Uh, I thought Sunderland were far better in the first half than Middlesbrough, to be honest. Um, could have scored, should have scored. Ahmad had a couple of chances. Um, in real time, I thought Dale Fry's foul on Stewart was in the box. Haven't watched it back just then with you. I don't think it is in the yeah. box. And when you slow it down, it does look a bit soft, to be honest. In real time, I thought Fry had sort of put the shoulder into him and Stewart had gone over, but I think Stewart's done well to buy that. Michael Carrick is not happy with the decisions. He thinks that's cost his side. He might have a case, but I think Sunderland were the better team over the 90 minutes, to be honest with you. Um, he did also say that Stewart was entitled to go down. I think he is entitled to go down. He's a professional and... He's got one out of the referee, but I don't think that should take anything away from Sunderland's performance, which I thought was good. Dan Neal in the middle, excellent. Uh, Sunderland coming back from some adversity with injuries as well. I'm sure we'll touch on that. But overall, a great day for, for Tony Mowbray and for Sunderland fans. 40,000 plus here. Great atmosphere. Um, one point off the playoffs, although a couple of teams have games in hand around us. It's It's been a, a good season. We're over the 40-point mark now. I think 41 points. Point you know, off the playoffs as well. Yeah, yeah. one off the playoffs. So... Pff, a great day for Sunderland fans, I think. Yeah, I think the frustrating thing for, for Michael Carrick was that although Sunderland had been the better team in the first half, you expected a reaction from Middlesbrough to have that man disadvantage five mm -hmm. minutes into the second half and then go behind from the penalty. Yeah. That kind of really killed the game. Then Middlesbrough had a few half chances, but from there, Sunderland were pretty comfortable he, and quite solid at the back. He, he also they? mentioned that he thought Middlesbrough maybe should have had a penalty in the second half with about 10 minutes to go. Mm. I think if you give that one, though, you probably have to give the one on Ballard at the other end. Um, the, the, with the, Tommy Smith, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there was there was a little shout. Um, so, and, and Carrick is spot on in what he said. These big games do hinge on moments like that. Fortunately, it's went in Sunderland's favour this time. Tony Mowbray mentioned that there's been a couple of decisions that have gone against Sunderland. Uh, Luke or nine last week, although I do think he should have been sent off. Um, there is a case for the defence as well, um, although I don't necessarily agree with it. So these things happen, it's football. I would be disappointed if I was a Middlesbrough fan personally. Fortunately, I'm not. I'm a Sunderland fan covering Sunderland. Um, so yeah, pretty pleased with that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, I think for me, the key battle was um, down Sunderland's the side where Patrick Roberts was. I thought him and Ahmad linked up really well yep. on that flank. And before the game, we kind of highlighted Ryan Giles as a player that was potential threat for Middlesbrough. He's got the most assists in the championship from left back but I thought that Roberts mm. and Ahmad really got the better of that battle and they were kind of doubling up on him Roberts I thought was excellent oh, God, yeah. Ahmad as well and you've mentioned Dan Neal I thought attacking wise Sunderland were a real threat going forward and stopped Middlesbrough playing out from the back as well there were a few chances in the first half where Middlesbrough were trying to play out from the back Sunderland pressed them pretty well and then they were making mistakes the chance in the first half that Ahmad got when Stefan the goalkeeper mm. gave it straight to him should have scored there to make it 1-0 but I just thought Sunderland's attacking players we're really on it today. Absolutely, and it's a tough task if you're that Middlesbrough left-back to play up against Roberts and Ahmad because mm. Roberts and Ahmad come over and double up on you and they try and play around you and then if Dan Neil decides to get involved, you've got three nice footballers there. Ross Stewart comes in and they're playing ticky tack around you and 
it's, it's to be honest, it's some of the best football I've seen Sunderland play. Um, I, I know it's different because they're not in the Premier League, but I don't remember us playing anything near that, near that good aesthetically wise on the eye um, than that maybe under Poirier a little bit. Uh, it's it's the best it's the best sort of team I've I've seen in a, in a long time. They are good to watch. I thought Dan Neal in the middle of the day was absolutely marvellous. Um, our colleague Phil Smith made the point that there's a lot said about Edouard Michu because he's come from PSG, he's been training alongside Mbappe and Messi, Sergio Ramos and Verratti and all of these players before. But Dan Neal's performances this season have been have been exceptional. Mm, we spoke to Daniel after the game as well and asked him a bit about as well because Sunderland captain Corey Evans as well let's not forget he went off after yeah. about 12 minutes with the injury that could have been a potentially big blow Daniel has Daniel to deeper then yeah and Daniel's really stepped up we saw that over the festive period as well how when Evans isn't there Neil has stepped up in the last few weeks I think yeah. um, so that was um, Sunderland reacted really well from that and, setback and, at the start and fair play to Mishu as well because what was that 10 minutes in 10, yeah, 12, 13 minutes right, in yeah. something like that Mishu comes on um, and he's a player who we obviously know is hugely talented. Everyone says he's hugely talented, but there's always that sort of niggle and doubt, you know, is he cut out, the physicality thing. I know it's a, a sort of an outdated argument now, but I think it is relevant in English football. You do need a bit about you, you need physicality, you've got to have the right mindset. And he's come on and he's just let his quality show. And I think Dan Neal was crucial in that because Dan Neal has almost gone into that number six role mm. and allowed me shoot, uh, not bomb on, but to play the number eight role. Um, and Mowbray touched upon opportunities and these young players getting opportunities that was a huge one for me shoot to come in to a wee tease derby um, in front of 42,000 whatever it was and he didn't really put a foot wrong no. um, I thought he was excellent the Evans, Evans injury is a worry as is the Gooch injury as is the Alessa injury mm. yeah, I thought Bailey Wright coming on at right back in, in the second half did well um, so it's interesting to see where Sunderland's squad are at at the moment. Yeah, well, we uh, when Tony Mowbray spoke to the media earlier in the week, said still expects maybe a few more signings to come in, maybe one or two young, exciting signings he said to come in. But just a word as well on Lise, you mentioned as well, he came in at left-back today, hadn't trained barely all week, yeah. and he played, um, I thought he had a good game. I thought Ballard yeah. and, and Bart at the back were very solid. You could you could mention anyone in the Sunderland team, really, I think. I thought Trey Hume, said, if we don't Trey mention Trey yeah, Hume, yeah. we'll get shouted at by Sunderland fans, and rightly so. Yeah. He was magnificent today. I wrote something in the week about Lyndon Gooch and, and how I think he, he deserves a little bit more praise. Um, uh, but I think he, he's almost been criticised, Lyndon Gooch, because Hume's come in and done so well. He's looked yeah. absolutely brilliant. Obviously a natural fullback, but he's a hugely talented player. And he's someone three or four weeks ago or five, six weeks ago, people were looking at thinking he probably needs a loan. But he's yeah. had that opportunity now and he's he's proven himself. He, he's been fantastic. As we said before, we still probably expect a bit of activity in the transfer window. And I think with the injuries as well, maybe the squad still is a little bit thin, but we've seen yeah. today kind of with, against an in-four Middlesbrough team that won seven of the last eight league games. Sunderland have been the better side today and it really gives kind of hope for yeah. the rest of the campaign. You've said one point off the playoffs now. So what do you think is possible in the second half of the season? Oh, it's it's so tough to say. It really is. You, you need a little bit of luck with these mm. things. We will need a little bit of luck with injuries. But if, if everyone's fit and firing if, and say we got Sims back, I still think we'd need Sims and another player, to yeah. be honest. But if we manage to keep Sims and Stewart fit and the rest of the squad fit, I honestly think we can beat anybody on our day with we've proven that over the course of the season even the games in which we've lost there the always seems to be a mitigating circumstance Tony Mowbray mentioned the Cardiff game one he admitted he got it wrong because he played mm. too many of the, the kids in midfield and they sort of walked, walked through us so that was a bit of a, a mitigating factor there was the red card against Swansea 
down in Swansea. We were in the game in the second half despite going two goals down. The Sheffield, no strikers as well. No strikers yeah. as well. There's been that obviously massive controversy and issue. The Sheffield United game earlier in the season, Dan Neil gets sent off. The Norwich game, Alex Neil had left the day before. There's all these different things where Sunderland have been perhaps a little bit unlucky. Um, but the finding form, the gelling, the getting get more confidence. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. say what's possible, but there's no reason why they can't have a crack at the playoffs. I wouldn't be disappointed if we missed out because there's some good teams in this division. Um, but the way they're playing under Mowbray, if they get Sims and keep Stewart fit, mm. then who knows? Who yeah, knows? they're definitely in the mix, aren't they? As you said, one point off the playoffs yeah. after today's win, and you can find more reaction from today's match over on the SAFC section of the Sunderland Echo website. Sunderland's next game is away at Fulham in the FA Cup, so we'll have build up that throughout the week over on the SFC section of the Sunderland Echo website.